Hey, you there. Come on, take a break with us. So, what's in store for this break? Let's find out together here on Inch Your Break. Welcome to Inch Your Break. I'm Jonathan Mertz. And before we get into part two of our interview with Chef Maria Liberati, remember, if you haven't listened to part one, go do that now. Or two, if you want to listen to this entire interview in one big swoop, do it with our bonus episode, which is the full-length interview, not all chopped up into segments. What can I say? We give you options. In part two, we'll continue right after this. It's your break. We'll return right after this. At Shore Shooters, beach photography is our specialty. It's all we do. Our experienced, fun photographers are the best at capturing your vacation memories as they happen. It's real life, candid, and fun. Not just posed portraits. And we're not just isolated to one beach. We are in the Alabama Gulf Coast with Dolphin Island, Gulf Shores, and Orange Beach, the Florida Panhandle, Tampa Bay area beaches, Sarasota, Fort Myers, and Hilton Head, South Carolina. To learn more about us, see our pricing options, meet our photographers, see samples of our works, read reviews from our clients, or to schedule your beach photography session, go to shoreshooters.com. That's shoreshooters.com or call us at 866-856-2435. Schedule your session online and enter the discount code SUNNY for $10 off any package. Again, that discount code is SUNNY for a $10 discount towards any beach photography session. And now, back to It's Your Break. Welcome back. I'm Jonathan Mertz, and right now we're getting back into the interview with Chef Maria Liberati. You were brought up in this big Italian family with Italian food, so obviously it's a, it's a, it's an obvious choice. But why did you ultimately you stick with just kind of featuring Italian food and learning to really master Italian food and cuisine? Well, the, yes. Well, the thing is, um, when I was, went to Italy, I, I had gone there. A few times, like I went there to meet family because we did have a lot of our family was still in Italy and uh, my grandparents, like brothers and sisters were still there. And then I have a lot of cousins and things like that that we never met. So we went there a few times and then I had to go to, I, I went to model um, in, I was actually modeling a room and I ended up just, you know, I, the thing that amazed me was I had a lot of cousins that they weren't professional chefs, but the things that, you know, they would invite us over to dinner and they would be, these were college students, you know, and they were cooking and I would be like, oh my God. I mean, it was like cooking. They were cooking like professional chefs. Almost everybody did. It was like the norm there. So I was so amazed by that. And the food there, it's just, it's so real. I guess that's the way to explain it. You know, yes, I ate Italian food here. That's true. But the way that they produce the food there and, you know, um, it, it's just real. It's just real. So it's kind of like you're getting this, you know, your taste buds get are shocked by the the wonderfulness of the the fresh things that are grown there and everything. You know, their soil is so much more richer there than really it is here. So the the tastes are truer and it, it's just hard to explain if you haven't been over there and really tasted the food. So I just really I just couldn't believe, you know, it was like even I mean the food here I was 
I was cooking with my family and all was great, but over there it was like, oh my goodness. It was just, you know, it, it was just indescribable. So I really fell in love with the food and food actually is somehow, at least in Europe, you know, it's really related to style. You have the colors and, you know, the way that you combine the foods and food is really a healthy thing over there. I mean, generally as a whole, their foods are fresher. They tend to eat healthier. So it was, you know, it was kind of related, even though I was modeling, it was still kind of related to, to what I was doing in a, in a sense. And, um, but anyway, so I, I ended up studying at my, fa- my family had a, a vineyard in the mountains of a region called the Bruto. Um, and I ended up studying there, staying there, studying um, the winemaking because they made local wines and uh, produced bread in their ovens there and uh, grew a lot of different products that they would sell. And then another part of my, um, my grandparents that people that were related to my grandparents, actually my grandparents and a great aunt had a bakery in another part of uh, Italy that I ended up going to and studying with the relatives that still had this bakery there. And they produced this really age-old bread that it's like a potato bread, but it's real, real dense that they produce. They're known for in that specific region. So um, I ended up studying there also and uh, studying the cookbook of a, of a great, great aunt that she had, you know, handwritten, which was just so incredible. And um, I, I really fell in love with that. So I ended up studying, you know, going to, to a culinary school in Italy. That's interesting. And you, you, speak, you speak about these fresh foods and all this stuff because people here in, in the States, and I'll say this plainly, uh-huh. uh, for typically most of us aren't, aren't always from an Italian-type family. So our, our experience yes. of Italian food are some of the major chain stores out there. But yes. we think of you know Italian food as this big pasta galore, but traditionally Italian isn't typically all pasta. No, it's it's not, and um, that's the thing also. No, no, it's not all pasta, and there's so much, you know, it's not all pasta pizza and meatballs that everybody thinks it is, you know. There's a lot of different different things in the Italian, you know, uh, culinary arts, and uh, yes, definitely, it's not all, it's not all about the pasta and the pizza and the, and the meatballs. <laughs> so what is probably you know, the most common dish in Italy that, that most people bring up that isn't pasta based. Well, I, I, well, the, I mean, pasta is, I would say the most common dish is something they call pasta asciutto, which means they call it dry pasta, which is like the, you know, the pasta like that you would get at the supermarket, the dry pasta. And they just put a plain tomato sauce on it. That's like the, you know, that's kind of like our hamburger or something that you just eat. If you want something quick, you just put it together. Right. But as far as something else that's not, you know, pizza, pizza's big here, pizza's there, and pizza's, pizza's really big there, too, obviously, but pizza's real, you know, it's kind of a healthy thing. But the way they make pizza is they actually make it so thin. I mean, it's almost like cracker thin. And it's like this one big, it, it covers one big dish. And you actually, a lot of times you'll just have that, that whole pizza to yourself, but it's really thin. It's not like the type of pizza that, 
you know, they sell at the pizzerias. Here, risotto and it is, is also a popular dish, but if you want something that's typical Italian, that's not what we might think of, I would say like a, a bean soup. You know, in Tuscany, they are really into, they're really not into sauce and things like that. They're more into um, bean soups and, and fresh vegetable soups. So that's something that's really Italian that most people don't think of, you know, as as being Italian. It sounds like I would fit in perfectly over there. Of course, you know, one of my guilty pleasures is is actually uh-huh. browning butter and putting some zither cheese with spaghetti. So, you know, instead of uh-huh. just doing just the traditional, like, you know, red, you know, tomato sauce, those those type of dishes like that, that are just a little bit alternative or maybe creating a wine yes. sauce, you know, those, those yes. things are just, you know, to me, more appeasing than, than the, the, uh-huh. the, the tomato. So the tomato, uh huh. Yes, and there there are different dishes they do with butter and you know with with butter and garlic, you know, and and mm-hmm. usually that would be in the north. In the south, they might do olive oil and garlic, but in the north, far up north, they'll do the butter with the garlic over you know over the pasta also. So they do use butter, but it's far up north, uh huh. So when you're going through this and you're 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 teaching everybody. Uh, some of your stuff, because obviously I mentioned that you had the book, you know, what are some common mistakes that you see people make when it comes to preparing or cooking Italian food? Well, people tend to think that, um, that Italians, you know, they think of them as like, you know, garlic, they think of Italian food, garlic, olive oil, you know, uh, hot pepper. And so they think of um, that when they make something, the typical Italian thing is to put like a big handful of garlic on something or, you know, gobs and gobs of olive oil. And, um, the, the Italians don't do that because they, their their really philosophy of cooking. And it dates back to Leonardo da Vinci, who actually influenced the Mediterranean diet. And the way it is today, he just, always said that there has to be a balance in every recipe, like the way he balanced the colors on his canvases. So they believe really the true, you know, root of Italian cooking is really balancing your flavors. So one doesn't overpower the other. And that's why, I don't know if you've ever heard this, but we always say that the, actually one of the tricks of Italian cooking is to use the best ingredients and the other side of the coin of that is, well, if you use the best ingredients, you only need a pinch of this and a pinch of that because you're going to get so much flavor from it. So like olive oil, if you get a really good quality olive oil, you only need, say, a spoonful of that olive oil. You shouldn't be using like a half a cup or, you know, like a, it shouldn't look like a, a soup, you know, a soup right. of olive oil. It should just be a spoonful because you should already, you should have that flavor there and maybe one clove of garlic, not, you know, uh, 10 cloves of garlic. And, and the other thing that I do see too is people are sauteing the garlic until it's like really brown, like almost burnt. And that's going to give your dish a, a bitter flavor. So, but yeah, the Italians balance, they balance their, you know, they balance their flavor. So even with cheese, you know. Right. And and then same thing with tomatoes. If you really overcook them, they become very bitter, acidic. You know, you start pulling it out because all the water's going out, out of it. 
definitely, so definitely. Yeah, that's very interesting. So I was sitting here, I was like, he's like, wow, you you know, the the Da Vinci thing was very cool, and then you mentioned the Mediterranean diet, which. You know, my doctor has actually mentioned that to me, you know, 10, 15 years ago to, to really start uh-huh. focusing my diet that way. I haven't, I didn't uh-huh. listen to him, obviously, and, 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 and I pay for it. But now I'm actually on the reverse. I'm, I'm trying to better myself and, and go through. But here in the news lately, you see the Mediterranean diet everywhere. And it's not actually a diet. It's just a way to prepare your food. And it's, it's not like you're cutting things out. It's just balancing it. Yes, it's not a diet at all, like diet, like you're depriving yourself. No, it's just it's just a way of eating. And, you know, it kind of fo- follows the Mediterranean way of life. It's just very relaxed. And, you know, so it's not like you're, you know, measuring half a cup of this, a spoon of that or whatever. You're just, you know, it's moderate portions. And um, you should be filling your plate with, you know, more fruits and vegetables and nuts. And, you know, when you eat the things like cheese and meats, that should be only a small part, the smallest part of your plate, whereas the beans, the salads, the vegetables, the fruits, that should be like covering a larger part of your plate, so to speak. But you're right, it's not, it's not a diet. It's just, it's just kind of, it really is like a lifestyle, you know, a way to eat, definitely. Well, that wraps up part two. Remember to listen to part three and please tell your friends to listen to our show and to subscribe and review. This episode of Itch Break was not a paid advertisement. Follow Jonathan Mertz on Twitter at Jonathan Mertz. That's J-O-N-A-T-H-A-N-M-E-R-T-Z. Follow Itch Your Break on Twitter at Itch Your Break. Subscribe to the Itch Your Break podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and the iHeartRadio app. This episode of It's Your Break was hosted, announced, engineered, edited, and produced by Jonathan Mertz. And it was recorded and produced at the Spark of Vision Studios. All sound effects and music were purchased through Sound Ideas, Pro Sound Effects, iStock, and Spark of Vision. It's Your Break is owned and distributed by Spark of Vision. Copyright It's Your Break. All rights reserved.